Kenji Nepson Order Season 21, Episode 3. Uh, not much has happened, guys. Nothing's really happening out here. Uh, we just landed on Mars last week, and uh, I think nothing else has happened after that. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Is it? <laughs> yeah, guys, we're back. Oh, there it goes. Yeah! I'm trying to get my levels right. There we go. Wait, there we go. We're back, guys. We're going to talk a lot of movies. And Skip's favorite, the Golden Globes, are last night. <laughs> we'll go over those, too. Uh-oh. What just dropped? Something dropped. Okay, guys. Woo! Yeah! There we go. Uh, my my Psycho Gorman Hunky Boy um, uh, DVD movie should be coming soon. I ordered it. So it should be right around the corner, the Hunky Boy edition. <laughs> you still have to see that movie. Mm. Yeah, no, that's not something that's been top of my list. <laughs> the Hunky Boy edition of Psycho Gorman, guys. Who's it? Um, I think Heroes of Noise had the uh, guy who made the score on there, on their show. So they are ex- accessible, but not on this show, guys. We don't, we don't review, we don't interview anybody. <laughs> I tried to. I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the future. We'll see. Yeah, guys, we're back. Attention deficit order, season twenty-one, episode three. I'm getting my vaccine shot tomorrow, so if I'm not here. Next week, you'll know why, guys. You've grown a tail. Knock on wood. I'm getting my um, tracking device implanted tomorrow. So the, uh, the government will know where I am at every t- turn I make. Yeah. You know what's up. Until you stick yourself in a Faraday bag, and then you're good. Oh, yeah. I'll just put a Faraday cage over my head. There we go. <laughs> yeah, totally works. It does, guys. It works. It works. San Diego Comic Con is canceled this year again. Oh my goodness! All digital. Oh well, that's still happening. Well, all the sweaty nerds won't be able to uh, rub against each other and put their fake arms around their floating arms around girls. <laughs> the arm float, the famous nerd move. When they're next to movie stars. The famous, you know what move that is, right? <laughs> You've seen those pictures, haven't you? Where they put their arm around the chick, but she's not, he's not touching her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the famous nerd float, is what they call it. I did not know that's what it's called. I don't know, I just made it up, guys. That's what it's called now. Yeah! Right off the bat, guys, depths of pick of the week. Some kind of wonderful... Uh, yes. Check it out, guys. Some kind of wonderful. Yeah! And, uh... Oh, well. Come on, you guys know that song. And one more thing, guys. Here we go. Guess who's back, guys? Guess who's back? Guess who just got back into the theaters again? Yes! Uh, what? 
I was trying to think. It didn't work. Oh, come on, guys. Guess who came back to the theaters? Yours truly is back. This is the song I blasted when I came into the theater. And you have to leave right now. <laughs> They're like, please, sir, can you please leave? Yes. Back in the saddle again, guys. Theaters are open in San Mateo County. <laughs> are they open in your neck of the woods? Or have they been open? You know, I honestly haven't looked or paid attention because I'm not going to go to a theater down here because it would be full of people with no masks, mouth breathing as much as they could to get other people worked up. Uh, well, at least around here everyone wears masks. Yeah. yeah. What? There's people walking around with no masks just giving you the eyeball whenever they uh, see you walking up with one. Oh, they're all, just say something. Say something to me. Yeah, exactly. Those fucking idiots. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I'm back in the saddle again. I'm going to the movies. I got four. I got two more tickets for this weekend. <laughs> it's starting, guys. It's starting. Hopefully, it stays open enough for me to see uh, Justice League and IMAX or some theater. I'm, I want to see it in a theater at least. If it's not IMAX. Hopefully it is, but... And I want it to be open enough so I can see Godzilla vs. Kong on the big screen this we- this year. Instead of... I'll, I'll pave to see that instead of watch it free on HBO Max. Yes. The, uh, the Sinopolis opened at San Mateo uh, at the mall over there. They're charging a little too much for tickets right now. So I'm going to see um, if they have $5 tickets over there. So... What's no up? No theaters near me are open. Just looking at Fandango right now. Oh, really? Yeah. The nearest open theater is uh, Century 20 in Redwood City, which <laughs> is 151 miles away. There we go, guys. That's where I'm going. <laughs> But everything is like within actual driving distance, even like 40 miles away, they're all closed. Yeah, even like their $5 movies, they have Total Recall coming back into the theaters at the end of March. If you want to go the see original? that. Yep. That'd be fun. If I can get tickets, you want to go? Are you going to go? Are you going to brave the theater to see Total Recall? <laughs> I'll buy the whole row out. Yeah, no, I, I don't know, honestly. There's a bunch of shit developing that may prevent a lot of that. Oh, okay. Uh, Thelma and Luis is coming out. You know you want to see that. You want to, you want to see Brad Pitt's uh, famous debut. Um, oh, so much. That's <laughs> something I always wanted to see in the theater, Chris. That I will brave <clears throat> Bonnet Plague and COVID to see. Yeah, see, but they're putting out like an AMC. AMC's not open yet because Santa Clara County isn't open and San Francisco, what is it, San Francisco County? What is it? Is it San Francisco San- County? Yeah. Is it, I don't know. Um, there they have on their list. They have like Fargo, and there was the thing. I was like, ooh, I might have to see that <laughs> in the theater. But uh, this weekend, I'm gonna go see Chaos Walking. Um, with uh, with Spider Man, 
and um, Ray from uh, what's it called? From uh, Star Wars. So Spider Man and Ray from Star Wars. Do you know what that movie is about? In the distant future, Tom Holland. There for it. Huh? Sorry, my uh, screen just reset on me. Uh oh. I was quiet for a sec. I was cursing at my computer. Anyway, yeah, I saw a trailer for it. It looked interesting. Sci-fi kind of flick, right? Yeah, where, where the, all the women are dead. No, because the women can read your mind. It's like a guy's worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, that's the one with the thought bubbles. Yes. I, I know what you're thinking. Shut yeah, up, bitch. Like, you pervert. No wonder why he killed all the women. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, men are affect are affected by... A force that puts all their thoughts on display. It's like, God damn, that would suck. They're literal like cartoon characters <clears throat> with thought bubbles above their heads from the trailer, I recall. Yeah, hopefully it's a little better than that. But yeah, I got tickets for that for Friday night. I'm going to see that after I'm going to go to the Noodle House. 25% capacity at the Noodle House now. That's basically three tables. <laughs> three tables are open. That's fine with me. Everyone's going to eat outside anyway. I'll eat inside. Uh, I get 20% discount there now that I go there so much. Oh, you want your usual? (laughs) Yes, that's why it's my usual. (laughs) But yes, I do. Okay. Usual for Cree. Uh, Let's see. um... (laughs) Yeah, okay. For Cree. From the director of Born Identity and Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, it looks like a cool movie, like visually at least from what I remember. God, the 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 um, this is called Chaos Walking. the The novel is called The Knife of Never Letting Go. Ooh, it's like what the fuck? So it's Daisy Ridley running around in leather. Um, uh, what was that? Uh, leather Oshkoshes. Hmm. And and she's the last woman. I guess that's the plot. And then I'm going to go see Boogie. Uh, you want to know the details of this one? <laughs> Is it about a nose picker? No. Oh. That's his... Well, no, his. I don't, I don't really care. Uh, it's about Chinese basketball player in Queens, New York, who dreams of playing with the NBA. Huh. Well, his parents force him to learn a scholarship to college. So the the Ch- Chinese basketball player guys. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it's supposed to be a comedy. Of course it is. It's a Chinese basketball player. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, come on. Oh come on! He was a mutant. I mean, he makes Shaq look short. Yeah, but he's a mutant when it comes to like you know, basketball players. Mm. Uh, where did they go? The um. I think that's it and hopefully you know black widow is still scheduled for may 7th uh fast and the furious may 28th hopefully all these movies hopefully it stays open now i think it will just because um gavin newsom doesn't want to be recalled he's like okay guys like hey yeah okay okay i can talk with my hands all the time and this is what we're gonna do we're gonna bring my hands together and make little circles with my thumbs and then I'm talking. Then I'm gonna point at the camera. That's all he does. 
Yeah, they do a whole bunch of focus grouping just to like prove that shit out. It's ridiculous. He claps his hands together, then he'll you take his pointy fingers and hold them together and shoot it like a gun, and then bring his hands apart again, then bring them together. Yeah. So we'll see, guys. Dark State comes out March 19th. What is that? Kate is on the verge of becoming a movie star when her plans of are brutally interrupted when a local reporter begins to investigate. I don't know about that one. Okay. But uh all the all the um all the private ones, all the private theaters are sold out like boom, instantly. $149 for these movies. It's like there's nothing out that's worth $149 right now. Private wa- right now, private watch parties sold out five, six, seven, seven, eight. Like what? And this is a Tuesday night, okay? Or no, tonight they're all wait tonight. Actually, there's some open, but the movies they're showing aren't Tom and Jerry. Check. <laughs> uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Land. Little Things. Wonder Woman. The Crudes. The Marksman. Monster Hunter and Promising Young Woman. All these movies you can rent at home. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not the Marksmen or the Crudes. No, the Crudes you can, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. The Crudes you can. But it's like, what? It's so crazy, right? There's like, okay. These are like the rich families around here, right? Wow, but 149 bucks, dude, and you can bring 20 people into those things, at least the ads I saw. Yeah, but 20 people that are safe that you know. That haven't been with twenty other people. Like, it's a super spreader event, guys. <laughs> right? It could be. Absolutely. Like, come on, guys. And then, okay, what I've noticed is all the other theaters' doors are open except for the private party ones. I'm like, you fucking assholes. <laughs> you know, what's the point? What you're trapping all that shit in there. You know, what about the next party that comes in there? They're all so they leave all the theater doors open now. Which is kind of annoying because the parents are just stupid and they have no respect when their kids are like, you know, walking by. Mm-hmm. And the parents are like, oh, the doors are open. My kid can just talk as loud as he wants. Teach your kids some respect. You dumb fucks. Like, oh, I just went and saw Tom and Jerry. You know, it's really annoying. That's one thing that's annoying about these things. Oh, hey, we'll leave the doors open. That'll solve it. I'm going to close my door next time. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Like, sir, you're not supposed to... Shut up! You're not supposed to close your door, guys. You're not supposed to... Come on, guys. You're going to spread COVID by closing that door. Like, well, if I had it, I'd already have it already, wouldn't I? Closing the door is not going to do anything. Unless... I could see if the theater is sold out, then boom, open the door. But if there's four people in the movie... You know, and they're all in different rows, and every other row is shut off. I don't know. You know, and everyone was, everyone I was sitting next to or around had their masks on. And it was, it was older people I was sitting in this movie with. I went and saw Land. I'll read it later. But it was, it was like four old people. Like I could have killed them. You know, I think they're on the verge of death. If they if they didn't get COVID already, then they're okay. <laughs> they're like that old. 
what is this movie again? Land. I didn't know what that was. You know, it's an old person movie. But yeah, movies opened up, guys. Can you believe it? Think they'll stay open? What's your prediction? My prediction is we will see. It depends on how well people listen to experts and get their fucking vaccine. Yes, well, M had to wait a football field length today to get their vaccine. In front of her was a 95-year-old lady standing in line for an hour. Damn. Hey, Ken, what's the vaccine? What is that? Come on, it's your turn, ma'am. What? Don't put that in me, you bastard. Oh, come on, ma'am, it's a vaccine. <laughs> what are you talking about? A vaccine. Well, this is what you're in line for. You got one weeks ago. Oh, yes. You know, it's weird. Yeah, um, I'm going tomorrow, so hopefully it'll be a little less crowded. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. My mom had to get hers pushed back to next week. So she got hers before me, and she's getting her second one after me. It's like, oh, the storm's in Texas. (laughs) Whoops. Are you in line to get yours at all or no? You can get yours in uh, you can get yours in Mexico. <laughs> you want the vaccine? Five pesos vaccine. Like what? Really? Uh, they just shoot me up on a <laughs> and then steal my fucking wallet. A little sheet of a dirt. <laughs> vaccine, and then you can have some water. You want some water with your vaccine? Like thanks. This should clear out COVID real fast. Mm-hmm. Well, it would clear something out. Shit, <laughs> injecting me with fucking water from Mexico, I'd be in serious trouble. Here you go. What's clean water? We don't know. We have little parasites that kill every. They what? Little Montezuma's revenge for you. Yeah. Some intestinal parasites. I remember I went there. Uh, like, well, this is like when we went to Puerto Vallarta years ago when we were kids, and my brother was getting fucking shaved ice from the carts. I'm like, what are you doing? He didn't get anything. Nothing happened to him. Huh. I'm like, you bastard. He's, like, like, he's getting shaved ice down the street. <clears throat> and I went there. I went to, uh, what is it? With, um, God damn it. Uh, Cabo with my family. I would walk five feet in front of him and no one would say anything to me. They would just come up to my white brother and his kids and be like, hey, you want, the, you want this? You want that? You know? They didn't say, and I could barely get back into the hotel because they thought I didn't stay there. <laughs> That's how fucked up it is. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm staying here. Really? Yes. I speak English. <clears throat> I thought it was pretty funny. Pretty racist, huh? The what? You're not. You're you're not white though. How can you stay at this hotel? Because my brother's white. And my family's white. <laughs> like, what? White family? But yes. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It's always weird to go to a foreign country when you're brown and you have a white family. <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> this doesn't compute. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. 
And all they have is like, uh, like when I went there, all they had was stick shift cars. Everything was stick shift and all the cars were in huge airport hangars. Because if they weren't, they'd all be stolen. <laughs> and they're like, no, never take a taxi or get a rental car because they'll just drive you onto the desert and shoot you in the head. <laughs> Come with me. I'm a safe taxi driver. Okay, thanks. Oops. No, we've got a shuttle from the hotel that we're staying at the first night. That will pick us up at the airport. I'm the shuttle man. It's all shuttle and fucking crayon. I'm the Hyatt shuttle. Like, uh, are you sure about that? Yeah, we went to uh, yeah, we that was a uh, Cabo. Yeah, that's where we're going. It's nice, man. You're probably landing in the same airport I landed in. You know, with a yeah, like, customs. Come here, doggy. All the customs puppies. <clears throat> Yeah, um, so shouldn't be a problem. No, it wouldn't be a problem at all. But I'm just saying, it's just and, it's yeah. No, and we're we're staying in Cabo for a day, and then we hop on a boat and go out into the middle of the Pacific for nine days. Nice. Dive three to four times a day, depending on conditions and everything. Yeah, I saw them. I saw them chasing whales with speedboats. <laughs> We won't be doing that. <laughs> Why not? No, be, you might, you might witness it. Because <laughs> you'd be like, hey, uh, and then whales are migrating. No, they're getting the fuck through here, so they don't have to fucking get them. They're just like, oh, no, we have to go through the Gulf of Mexico again. Like, hey, look at the whales. You know, it's crazy. They just harass the shit out of the whales, man. No, we'll see. Uh, they may have changed since the last time you were there. I but, doubt it. <laughs> yeah, mantas and sharks and gray whales, hopefully, and and dolphins. Oh, I'm sure there's like yeah, there's great sea life out there. But I'm saying, uh, like when the whales migrate through there, I forget when we went there though. Maybe it was in February. So when we're going, supposed to be the middle of all of their sexy time season and uh, um, migration season. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think okay. So I do think, yeah, you're gonna it's, you're gonna see people. You, if you see it, just you'll laugh. You'll be like, oh my god, what are they doing to these whales? It's like in in Hawaii or in Maui, they cut the engines because they know how loud it is for them, and they just let them float by. Right in Mexico, they're just like brr, brr, like jumping off their humps and shit. Fucking <laughs> like speedboats. Put a ramp on the back of the babies. <laughs> yeah, they do. They're come on, let's go, and they're they're keeping up with the whales. It's like no, you just let them float through, you know. And they come up to the boat and stuff and check you out and go away. But in Mexico, they're just like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, like, let's get to Hawaii, man. Fuck this place. Yeah, I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> They should do a documentary on that. Speedboats of Mexico. And it's just them chasing whales and jumping off their humps. When they surface for air, we catch air. Right off the backs of their humps. Yeah, I would sit there uh, at the Sea of Cortez. And I would sit there on the wall and just watch the speedboats just chase down whales. It was pretty crazy. Speaking of chasing down whales, here we go real quick. 
Hey, it's me. I just won a Golden Globe the other night. But I'm Clarice. And this is Clarice. In this episode, we try to convince a guy that he murdered somebody he didn't. But a higher up came and gave him a poison root beer. And he died right there. At at the uh, in the in the interrogation room with white foam coming out of his mouth. I knew there was something else going on there. I knew it. I'm five two, and I have these instincts. Boom, Clarice, guys. That's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right. You know, it's it's entertaining. It's a good show to fall asleep to. So the TV show? Yes. A Golden Globe one? No, no, no. She, uh, the real Jodie Foster. Hey, you want to go over the Golden Globes? Here we go, guys. No. He just said it. I didn't. Here we I go. The All Golden right. Globes. <laughs> what? You said the magic word, guys. God damn it. Uh, but Clary's two out of five ear holes, two out of five holes, two out of five root beer sniper rifle shots. Uh, let's see. Golden Globes. What happened? Uh, here we go. Opening ceremony, guys. I'm Tina Fey coming to you from the beautiful Rainbow Room in New York City, where indoor dining and outdoor muggings are back. Yes. And I am Amy Poehler here at the Beverly Hilton District 7, New Angeles. And this is the 78th annual Hunger Games. Horrible, right? Okay. <laughs> so, cringy. Unlike, like, Ricky Gervais was the best host. He just caps on everyone there. <laughs> These people are just like, um, there's no black Golden, voters. Golden Globes. There's no black voters. Stars in the world. It's usually like Meryl Streep just hammered, can't even remember what movie she's there for. Brad Pitt's always waving at me like, Amy, Amy. And I'm like, dude, I'm working. It's like, not now. Yeah, it's oof. They, they just brought up the fact that um, there were no black voters in the... Uh, in the uh, in the screen, uh, not screen actor, the uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press. Like, there's no blacks here. There's, and then the then they come out. They're like, next year there will be blacks. Thank you. That's what the Hollywood Foreign Press came out and said. <laughs> they, that basically they did. They're just like they had a, a woman, an Indian woman, a white guy, and another white guy. And they're like, next year, blacks will be accepted. I know we didn't like blacks in the past, but now it is the last day of Black History Month. So blacks, blacks, blacks. Thank you. Like, whoa, yay. They're going to get blacks on there, guys. Now we're all safe. Uh-oh, where is that? Okay, now we all feel safe. Um... Uh, best television drama was The Crown over Lovecraft Country, which I thought was going to win. Over The Mandalorian, which we knew had no uh, no chance of winning. Over Ozark and Ratchet. Wah, wah. And it was so sad. They, uh, they had all the nominees at their houses with shitty webcams. Right? So just like... In the, uh, uh, Daniel Kaluuya wins for... Um, what is it? The... Uh, the the black messiah and his internet cuts out right away <laughs> he's like things are and they're like uh-oh um we gave it to a black guy but he can't talk right now so uh 
Uh, okay. Um, uh, oh, here he is. The black is back. He's like, hey, thank you. I'm Daniel Kalui. Or Kalua. Is it Kalua? I have no clue. I'm Daniel Kalua. Have you seen any movies he's in? Not offhand. Name one. Um, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. No. Uh, Windows. Um, Judas and the Black Windows. Um, oh no, his first movie that he was super popular for was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in fucking, um, Get Out. Get Out. Did you watch that? Mm, yes. And I guess he was in Black Panther too, which I didn't realize, but... Yeah, he was, uh, one of the Damalage. Well, those are the female guards. He was one of the... <laughs> he was like the second guy down the road just sat there. He was like, huh? What? Huh? You know. He's that black guy in the background. Okay. You know, he's like, he's like third black is uh, Daniel Kalua. Well, they needed to get every black in Hollywood in there, right? Like, okay, we need Daniel Kalua. Uh, we need, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Michael B. Jordan, who's going to be the new Superman. We need, uh, is the other black? Oh, I guess they didn't get Eddie Murphy, but whatever. He could have been in there. Yeah, did you hear they're going to do the new J.J. Abrams Superman? I did. <clears throat> what do you think? Is he going to be black? I mean, I give a shit. You know, black uh, Superman's been black in the comic books. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're going to do that one. Did he land in Harlem and become a Black Panther? I don't remember. I know <laughs> one time Superman landed in fucking the USSR and became a communist. Yes. That, I think that'd be a more interesting story. I mean, that's been a comic book too. Batman was a communist, like all of the. Yeah, they just do a, a red twist on everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but now the black twist is coming back, guys. They have a black Batwoman right now on the CW. Now they're gonna do a black Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman's gonna be black next year. Um. And then Superman's going to be black, crashes in the ghetto, is raised by the Black Panthers in the 70s. How about that? I think that would be cool, right? That would be interesting. <laughs> and he becomes an activist, a black activist, and just beats the shit out of white cops. There you go. That's my plot for uh, the black Superman. Or if he goes lands in the South... And they're like, let's lynch this motherfucker. Wait, this motherfucker won't hang. You know, and then like, he won't burn either. They're like, what the hell? You know, they could do that too. I think that would be more interesting, right? Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. like he lands right in the middle of the Jim Crow laws. And they're just trying to hang him. They're like, this motherfucker. Dun, 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 dun. He breaks the rope off his neck and stuff. Beating the <laughs> beating the, he's on fire just beating the shit it takes the big burning cross and just starts beating the shit out of all the guys <laughs> I mean I would love it if they made that Superman movie just to watch people's reaction Right? I think that would be every awesome fucking, every white dude who's got you know any skin in that game is going to get pissed off Superman and, I think that would be so hilarious this, mother, this nigger won't burn 
Like, what did you call me? That's space nigger to you. Boom! Just beats the shit out of him. Richard Pryor shows up in his gigantic foam cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, or, yeah, or it's like a version of the toy, but with slavery. And he's he they try to sell him as a slave. He's like, boom, breaks his chains. Beats the shit out of everybody. And then he creates like he's like he creates the his own like um uh underground railroad and shit. Hmm. Come on, where's that one? Come on, guys, we're giving you all these great ideas. Maybe we need to get in touch with JJ. Yeah, but JJ, okay. Black man hanging from a tree. They can't kill him. His hands are tied. He rips the rope off of his neck. Like that's a little too graphic. No, it would be great. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be. Yeah, it would piss off racists. Who gives a shit? It would be like, <laughs> and then people who are sympathizing, like, that's just too harsh. You know, I, mean, I want to see the black man. Come. This is the black man coming up in the South during racial times. Beats the shit out of all the Ku Klux Klan members. You know, basically starts the the um, uh, abolishes the Thirteenth Amendment because he beats the shit out of anyone who tries to start it. Hmm. You know? So he's a straight fucking vigilante. Yeah. Well, for the black man, though, it's like a... Right. It's a vigilante, but it's more just. Because it's just like, hey, you can't do that. I'm not arguing that. You know, he's more just, at least in most of the comics and whatnot, he's a sympathetic figure, generally. Yeah, but he's a... Boom! And his uppercuts him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man super negro I mean, it's got possibilities dude Let's put it that way dude super negro is what they'd call it <laughs> right not superman super negro well, maybe they'd try to do that in the south but i think pretty quick you know you better watch out for that super nigger like what what are you talking about he ain't gonna do anything to us come on let's get this cross burning and just laser beams their heads and they explode. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you just yeah. call me? I can hear from all over the world, motherfucker. Like, oh shit, he got super hearing. <laughs> but that's right. He'd be like a uh, fucking Homelander. His, uh, his, his kryptonite is water, though. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, man, that would be harsh. Problem because our entire atmosphere is water to a certain extent. Well, yeah. Uh, w- w- kryptonite. And then, um, yeah, Lex Luthor would obviously be like the head of a clans. He'd be like the the, the main, like uh, the, the, the grand dragon, right, of the Ku Klux Klan. But he'd be like a dumb hillbilly. Well, he'd be, a, he'd be a more intelligent than the average hillbilly, you know. He would send them all out to die from Superman. And he'd just run away. Yeah, he'd just use all his people as as fodder, as cannon fodder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he just like he just cuts out. He's like bye bye. And then he he like he's he like goes into hiding like the Nazis and stuff from the war. It wouldn't work too well against Superman. <laughs> God, this is a great black Superman plot we're throwing out here, guys. 
It would be interesting. <clears throat> people would not. How could you complain about it? Oh, well, I mean, there's plenty of people who. Would complain well, yes, about but you know what I mean, like. Right. The, uh, most legitimate complaints. Yeah, they wouldn't be. You'd be labeled as an idiot if you're complaining. It's like, come on. It's a movie, and it's, it would be like, yeah, it'd be like rewriting the the history. Dun 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 dun. Right, or no? I'm, you know, can always pitch it. Come on. Why are my levels only going up so high? Oh well, whatever. <clears throat> what are your levels out here, talk? I sound like I normally do. Oh. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe your hearing's going. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, yeah. Wait, it's only going up like a very little bit on my bars here. Whatever. Mm. Whatever. I don't know what that means. It's only drowning out at a certain point, but it's super loud on my side. Oh, well. That's it, guys. We're done. The show's over. <laughs> it's Super Negro! Like, motherfucker, what did you just call me? No, 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 I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Because he wouldn't know what to call him. Because, you know, because they just called him, like, blacks and niggers and whatever. Even just white people who weren't racist. You know what I mean? That was just their way of talking. It's like, oh, sorry about that, black man. I mean, super black man. I mean, <laughs> black Superman. There we go, guys. Black Superman. You got the plot. He's land. He lands in. The- if they don't do that, it's going to be a weak movie. I think. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Well, what's the plot in the what's the what's the plot in the comics? I don't even remember. I just remember seeing images on the shelves and comic stores of Superman Black. And there was a point in time where Superman's spirit had split, and there was like a robot. Superman and a young super kid, kind of. Not Superboy, but... Oh, weird. Young Superman. And then there was a black Superman, and there was another guy. I forget exactly what he was. But there were four versions of Superman in the world. It was a weird time to even look at covers, you know? (laughs) Oh, weird. Okay, we're going to... But yeah, I don't know enough about it because I was never, I never read Superman comics closely, you know? Oh. Uh, okay, so at the hour mark, we'll just take a break. I want to see what's wrong with this recording thing. Okay, All here right. we go. Um, Queen's Gambit wins for best motion picture. Did you watch that yet? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, that was just uh, a white man writing for a woman. Uh-huh. Um, Schitt's Creek won for best musical or comedy. Over over Ted Lasso. Um, oh, and Emma Corinnan won for The Crown for Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Miniseries. It's funny, the actress, the actresses will call them actors, but then they'll be nominated for an actor. They're like, what's the difference between an actress and an actor? One's a female, one's a male. No, they're all the same. Okay. Uh, so they'll... they'll They'll be a your the best actor is blah blah blah, but she's nominated as an actress, so it's very confusing. I don't know what's going on there. Um, some other guy won for the crown. The crown won a lot. I've never watched it. 
Uh, best performance is Catherine O'Hare wins for her dance number in Beetlejuice. No. She wins for... <laughs> she wins for Schitt's Creek uh, for best comedy. She was funny in that, in that show. I f- finished that a while ago. Um, and the big surprise win here, guys. Best performance by an actor in a television series. Rami Yusuf for Rami. Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek. Nicholas Holt for The Great. Don Cheadle for Black Monday, which is a horrible show. Uh, and the winner is Jason Sudeikis. What? For... Wow. Wow. All right. Say. <laughs> I talk now? Yeah. Boy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say... That, I mean, that's, that's nuts. Uh, thank you to the Hollywood Foreign Press. Uh... I mean, this is the, for me, the coolest thing that a group of. He's wearing a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, these people are just like. <laughs> Bill Murray was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's wearing a sweatshirt. I mean, why not, you know, man? Well, you have. And s- these ladies are dressed to the nines, like full makeup gowns and shit, and they're sitting on a couch. <laughs> the dudes are probably not even wearing pants. They just got boxers on. Mm. And he went for uh, Ted Lasso, which is a good show. It's on Apple TV, so Apple TV is getting some nominations now. Like uh, that's that's nuts, especially uh, that's crazy. Okay, all right. Um, wow. Uh, well, here's what I'll say. I'll say this. Uh, Boom. Do, uh, what is the right thing to do? And then who is the most important one? <clears throat> and what's up? Uh, sorry. That last question: Who is the most important one? Is uh, is like whoever the Hold person you're with. So. I kind of reject the premise of being the best actor because in my humble opinion, the best actor is the person you're acting with. So I wanna I wanna give this a shout out to all the people I get to act with on this show. Because they're And they just uh, cut to like Eugene Levy, who looks like he's frozen. But he's just sitting there staring. Because their cameras are so shitty, you can't tell what the fuck they're doing. Okay, then um where he paused the video so he could get up and pee because he didn't well, have any speech accepting an award. Because they'll they'll pan to the other nominees. You know, they, they're like, oh, let's pan to Eugene Levy and see his reaction to Jason Sudeikis stealing an award from him. It's like, uh, uh, he's just sitting there frozen. You know? Uh, that's, his, that's his funniest thing he's done since uh, American Pie. I got to see. And then, um, oh... Or Lady uh, Mulder or uh, Scully wins for Best Actress um, in a Supporting Role. She plays Margaret Thatcher. You're so relaxed and everything, and you're so relaxed, and then you're relaxed, and then all of a sudden you start to freak out. Um, um, uh, to Left Bank Productions. Uh- yeah, it's like weird. Okay, here we go. Here's a. And I for. No thought they'd win, so no one prepared a speech. Probably. And uh, for Best Supporting Actor in a Television Series, Donald Sutherland for The Undoing, Jim Parsons for Hollywood, Dan Levy for Schitt's Creek, Brendan Gleeson for The Commie Rule. Oh, he played Donald Trump. That's right. And uh, John Boyega for Small Axes. Here's John Boyega real quick. Thanks, bruv. That's great, bruv. Do I just talk automatically? Automatically. You know what? The Wi-Fi is balanced. Let me just say what I've got to say. Um, thank you so much to the HFPA for this opportunity. Uh, See how shitty they sound? Shop, I did it. Yeah, you know what? I thought it was- 
you know what? I'm going to sit into a room with hard walls all over the place on a fucking microphone that's attached to my PC. <laughs> the shittiest microphone and the worst audio possible. These guys make millions. They can't afford a... F- I would have, be like, I would have a full, like, gaming setup and shit. You know, with, like, a, a DSLR camera and a, <laughs> a microphone and... Yeah, but maybe they don't care that much of a shit, Chris. They don't. <laughs> maybe their perspective on these awards is just like mine. Well, no, but, they, you know, if they're nominated, they should, <laughs> you know, have enough respect. You're not nominated, though, you know? If you were nominated, would you want a be- uh, like, or do you want a shitty recording where you're like, "Hey, uh, how's it going? It's, uh, it's all proper champ and chip and dapple popping." Well, you should go to your bed and then just. Wait, what? I said honestly, I don't know that I would care too much, but that's just me. I mean, I'm in Balenciaga's, guys. Like, I've got tracking bottoms on my bottoms, and I'm comfortable. But this is exciting. So I want to thank you all for this amazing opportunity. Thank you to Steve McQueen um, for this. Uh, See, it's like, what are you saying? And then uh, for best um, uh, actress in a limited series, Anna Taylor Joy wins, and she's just crazy. I've spent so much time with you guys over lockdown. I feel like I know you. Thank you so much for your work. Um, I would love to thank Netflix and the HFPA, of course. Thank you for letting us make the show that we wanted to make. Oh, our beautiful cast, our beautiful crew. Thank you. So, well, you can at least somewhat understand her. Um, and then... Uh, what is she talking about, though? What? What are you talking about? She won for Queen's Gambit. <clears throat> Anna Taylor Joy. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched the show. I don't know. Come on, man. It's Queen's Gambit. <laughs> so much. And um, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank my wonderful movie dad, Chicago Bill. Chicago Bill. Thank you for trusting me with Beth. Chicago Bill. See, now it's back up again. What is going on? Chicago Bill. Let me see. I don't know what's going on, guys, with the recording. Whatever. Okay, so... um, Mark Ruffalo, a.k.a. The Incredible Hulk, wins for playing uh, for Best Actor in a Limited Series. He beat out Brian Cranston for Your Honor, who I thought should have won. Jeff Daniels for Comey Rule. His best role is still Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Hugh Grant for The Undoing. Where he uh, he killed his wife, his girlfriend who was pregnant, and Ethan Hawke for the Good Lord Bird, which I tried to watch but just couldn't get into it. <laughs> the Good Lord Bird. Okay, here he is. Get into it. This group of actors, these are these are my peers. These are the people I, I admire and love and and look and they up have. To, so I'm so honored. To- Jeff Daniels is sitting in a plaid shirt, like in the side, like his kid's room, with like a button up fucking uh um what is it plaid uh was it uh god damn what's the shirt called with the lumberjack shirt mm. he's sitting in a button up lumberjack shirt, just not giving a shit. It's so funny, dude. Uh, let's see. Where'd he go? Oh. oh, yeah. And then it shows like Brian Cranston. Like they pan over to these people. Yeah. 
He's sitting basically he's sitting in the spare bedroom of his house. People are saying it looks like he just got home from Home Depot. Thank you, Hollywood Foreign Press. Thank you, HBO. Thank you, our production team. All the sadness and loss that we all lived through, meaning is our common humanity. What connects us is greater than what keeps us apart. Yeah, he had something written down. And the more we include each other and see each other. Shut up. Okay, so let's see. <laughs> you know, at least they don't have to play over people anymore. They can just hit mute. Oh, no, they start playing music. Oh, my God. I know, they should just cut their feet. They start playing. They start playing. Let me see if they'll get to the end here and see if they start playing music. Decency is through this now. They were. Yeah, I don't know. I love you. Oh, see, he got two minutes. Okay, I don't. Okay, let's see. Um, what are you talking about, Siri? And okay, let's see. Okay, Ethan Hawke for that. Uh, okay. Um, and best motion picture drama was Nomadland. First time female Asian director has ever been nominated for anything. Like Golden Globe, any of anything. Wow. The first Asian female director. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. I think she's from um, Vietnam. Uh, and she wow. also won, huh? Yeah. First of all, thank you, so my fellow nominees. And she won. Yeah. Cool. I am speechless. Um, thank you. Um, and uh, or was it a pity uh, vote because they were Jessica said Peter, racist? Who wrote the book No Maland? Just, just thank you for for. As your far as directing goes, I don't know. Everything I've heard, Chris, is that Nomadland is a pretty bleak uh, but good movie. Listen to my rating of it last week. Okay, let's see. <laughs> it came with a song and everything. Uh, I sang a five-minute song okay, about five Nomadland. Quite a lot. Huh? <laughs> I said five minutes is quite a lot. I was going to say you usually have a song with most of your movie reviews, but no, this is, yeah, this is a, this is telling the whole story of Nomadland in a song. Um, the best review out there of Nomadland that I heard. Uh, everyone else is like, oh my god, it's beautiful. Oh my god, it's great. I got to see the father. I beat out the father, Mank, promising young woman, which you'd probably like. Uh, the Trial of Chicago Seven. And as far as director, uh, motion picture drama, yes, I'd say it's the best one out of those. The Incredible Francis McDormand. Um, thank you for trusting me to create. The thank you for trusting me you. to film you shitting um, in a bucket. And, um, and the whole team, thank you so much. <laughs> um, the Nomads. Here we go. Listen. Keep Bob Wells and everyone. Um, Hear that music? Look, um, no mm -hmm. Wrap it up, you stupid bitch. You're Chinese and no one cares. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. We can let Mark Ruffalo talk um, for two so minutes straight. But you're Asian. Oh, uh, then they cut it off. At some point. They're like, shh, that's racist. They're like, okay, sorry. This is for you. We don't say... See? They, they totally were playing her off. And then one guy's like, come on, man. Like, come on, it's going to look racist. Right. Oh, really? Okay, stop. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wrap it up, you Viet Cong. Uh, let's see them. <laughs> they let Mark Ruffalo fucking just go for two minutes straight. No, no music has ever played. Uh, best comedy or musical: Hamilton, Music, Palm Springs, The Prom, and the winner is Borat. Subsequent movie film. Um, thank you to the all-white Hollywood Foreign Press. Um, <laughs> I've got to say, this movie couldn't have been possible without my co-star. 
a fresh new talent who came from nowhere and turned out to be a comedy genius. I'm talking, of course, about Rudy Giuliani. I mean, who could get more laughs out of one unzipping? Incredible. Um, our movie was just the beginning for him. Rudy went on to star in a string of comedy films, hits like Four Seasons Landscaping, Hair Die Another Day, and Drama, A Very Public Fart. But seriously, the revelation, the sensation was Maria Bakalova. She's incredible. Thank you, of course, to our producers, Monica Levinson and Anna. See, that was funny. See, at least he was funny about it. Right. This <laughs> is up and coming actor Rudy Giuliani. Right. He just mocks Giuliani. Which is perfect. Uh, more mockery in his life. Oh my god. Have you seen that movie yet? Oh. Yeah, no, I watched that. I think I rated it on the show. Oh, you did. I, I don't know, did you? I'm pretty sure I did. I don't know, man. That that um that uh what is it? The um God, what is that ball they go to? The uh where she has does the period dance? Oh god. What's it called? It's just some like hillbilly fucking southern ball. No, but it's like the debutante dance or something like that. Yeah, it's it's like a quinceanera but for white chicks. Yeah, that was hilarious. I think that was the funniest part of the movie. The rest is like, hmm, it was funny, but I, I think the first one was a lot funnier. Agreed. Uh, let's see. Best okay, best director motion picture. We have Aaron Sorkin, Trial of the Chicago 7. Regina King for One Night in Miami. David Fincher for Mank. Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. And the winner is for Best Director is Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Is it Chloe Zhao? Yeah. Hello, everyone. They're already playing her off. Uh, thank you, uh, Hollywood. Oh, no, that's the song in the movie. <laughs> thank you, Mike. That's the song in the thank movie. Thank you for making beautiful, beautiful movies. Um, this award belongs to the whole Nomadland team. Um, the entire cast and crew, all the producers, everyone at Searchlight, you all know who you are. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I'm just seeing if they play are, her off. Who shared their stories with us. It's a chance to laugh and cry together. And they give us a chance to learn from each other and to have more compassion for each other. So thank you, everyone who made it possible for me to do what I love. Thank you very much. Okay, they didn't play her off. Like, we can't play her off. And uh, winner for Best Actress, a movie I just saw, is Carrie Mulligan, Promising Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. I've seen all these movies. Uh, Viola Davis for Morani's Black Bottom. That's a porno. And Andrea Day wins for the United States versus Billie Holiday, a movie I'll talk about later. But yeah, she won for Best Actress. First time. Thank you so much for bringing me to get me through mom, dad, DJ. That's enough. Okay, so. And then, best performed by an actor in a motion picture. He wasn't the best performer, but they gave it to him anyway because he died. Okay, Therese Ruman for the man, uh, for the Maturian. Gary Oldman for Mank. Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Raz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, who should have won. But the winner is, who do you think? Chadwick Boseman wins for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which he wasn't that good at. I'm sorry, he wasn't. And then his wife speaks for him. And the Golden Globe goes to Chadwick Boseman. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Accepting on behalf of Chadwick Boseman. Anthony Hopkins is even there. It's just a picture of him. 
Simone. That's the best one. Dude, I mean, again, are we surprised? Well, come on. All he has to do is be on a videotape. I'm sure Anthony Hopkins has many other weird things he'd rather (laughs) think his parents. Have you seen that guy on social media? He's a fucking weirdo. Oh, he's like, yeah, being fucking weird on camera. He just says weird shit. It's like, ooh, look at me. He makes weird faces. He's like that weird grandpa that's embarrassing. Exactly. So he's probably doing that instead of being on the Golden Globes. And can you really blame him? He's probably got three hundred of them already, right? Oh yeah, he has. He has. He has Golden Gloves. He has Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Sacrifices. Now, here we go. He would thank his incredible team: Michael Green, Azim Chiba, Nikki Furavante, Evelyn O'Neill, Chris Huvain, Logan Coles. Did she should have just made this? Never gets old. Only you would have gotten that. That's what she would have should have done. He would thank his team on set for this film. Deirdre Dixon, Sean Richards, Craig Anthony. That tells you to keep going. Are they going to play her off? We love. Keep them coming. No. My prediction is no. Whose husband died? Stop it. Oh, oh, shit. She's black, too. Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, then we have Anna Taylor Joy. for Okay, this is best actress in the movie. Anna Taylor Joy. For uh, for Emma, uh, Michelle Piffer for French Exit, which is when you take a fat shit. That's called the French Exit. Um, Kate Hudson for music where she shaves her head. She looks horrible in a shaved head. Some chicks can pull it off. She cannot. It's like, ugh. <laughs> uh, Mira Bakalova for Bratz subsequent movie film. And then Rosamund Pike wins for I Care A Lot, a movie that just came out uh, last week. Right? Was it? Yeah. Was it last week? Yeah, last week on on Netflix. I remember being on the show when you rated it, so yeah. Yeah. FPA, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, recognizing... I suppose the dark side of comedy. Um, See if they play her off. Thank you for the words. Thank um, and Netflix. Thank you for for giving us making it possible to make stories like this. No, no, they didn't play her off. I'm looking for playoffs here. And then Sasha Baron Cohen wins again for best actor in a motion picture musical comedy (laughs) over Adam. That's the the. Like the um, the category is not that hard. James Corden for the prom. Who the fuck? James Gordon or Corden? Like the late night show guy. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even watch that show. I don't. It's on Netflix. It looks like a horrible musical. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton for talk talk singing. Uh, Dave Patel for the pres- personal history of David Copperfield. Who the fuck watched that movie? Nobody. Adam Samberg and Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. That was a very popular movie, but no one gave a shit about it. And yeah, he wins again. But does he give anything? Does he say anything funny? Um, thank you again to the Hollywood Foreign Press. Um, hold on, hold on. Uh, Donald Trump is contesting the result. Um, 
He's claiming that a lot of dead people voted, which is a very rude thing to say about the HFPA. Um, yeah, just thanks again to everyone else. Bags on them Thomas and the Hollywood Foreign Press. Did my costumes, okay. the brilliant makeup team, to Aaron Knight, uh, to the incredible editors, to the field team who literally risked their lives. And most thanks of all to my bodyguard who stopped me getting shot twice. You know who you are, and you know I'm not allowed to say your name, but thank you. <laughs> he almost got shot twice. <laughs> it's like, Those Jesus. Interesting stories to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, like, Jesus. Like DVD commentary. <laughs> that would be pretty cool to see. So I thank my bodyguard who almost got shot twice for me. Uh, see, uh, best performance. Do it without a bodyguard. Come on, be risky. Uh, best performance by an <laughs> that character and those people he's around. No, I I would fully endorse having a bodyguard. Uh, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any in any motion picture. What the fuck is that? Uh, uh, the winner is here we go. Jodie Foster. Win. Late July tortillas are created with a recipe perfected over time. Each I have ad free, you motherfuckers. Okay, oh, so what? They snuck one in on you. That's I'm suing right now. I'm gonna go to YouTube and punch them in the face like that lady did. Um, Jodie Foster for the Manturian. The door of. Uh... I'm gonna attack them. Oh wait, hold on. They cut it out. Oh, they cut it short of the lesbian kiss. She's sitting there with her with her wife, and they do a full-on makeout kiss. Um, I'm, I'm. Uh, and then they start kissing the dog. I'm a little speechless. Um, I just never expected to ever be here again. Doctor Lecter, um, I'm speechless. Doctor Lecter. All of my amazing filmmakers. Uh, oh, my friends are screaming downstairs because it's coming late. Uh, uh, um, Kevin McDonald. Um, Doctor Lecter. Benedict Cumberbatch. Shelley Woodley. Uh, and- yeah, so she won. That's weird. Her and Doctor Lecter, but Doctor Lecter didn't show up tonight. <clears throat> Yeah, well, Dr. Lecter. Not surprising. Uh, Here's Chadwick Boseman. He wins for Best Supporting Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah over Jared Leto in The Little Things, over Bill Murray on On the Rocks, over uh, Lessie Odom Jr. for One Night Man, and over Sasha Baron Cohen for Chicago 7. (laughs) God. Uh See right there, he's talking, but nothing's happening. I wish I could hear. See, nothing's happening. He's talking, talking. He has no. He's on. You're on mute, dude. You're on mute. And then they're like, oh. <laughs> then like, what do we do? What do we do? As you can see, we unfortunately have a bad connection. We a black connection. I mean, a bad connection. Problem, and send all of our congratulations to Daniel on his Golden Globe win. <laughs> Like, what do we do? Hold on, hold on. They're like, oh, wait, wait, he's back now. He did me dirty, he did me dirty, he did me dirty. Am I on? Is this on? He did me dirty, he did me dirty, he did me dirty. Alright, cool. Okay, are they gonna play him off? And I couldn't give it to a more noble man. Thank you so much for this. Alright, take care. Let the bells go. Alright, please. Wow, they only play off certain people. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. And uh, Soul. One's for best animated. Um, 
And the uh, Minari won for best foreign language, even though it's an American movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that later. But yes. Uh, it won for best foreign language, even though it was made in America by an American. They just speak in Korean in the movie. <laughs> oh, classic, guys. Classic. Uh, best, um, oh, best screenplay is Aaron Sorkin sitting there socially distancing with 30 people in the background of his family. Like, oh, yeah, we're just all huddled together in my mansion. Uh, it, he probably could socially distance in his mansion easily. Probably. There's <laughs> like 50 rooms. Let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. Four phenomenal screenplays. Kate Hudson had her whole family there. Fucking <clears throat> um, homeboy. Uh, what's his name? Kurt Russell's sitting there with all their kids. Goldie Hawn's in. There's like 30 people. It's like It looked like one of those old-timey photos in the 30s. <laughs> or like a family reunion photo. <laughs> That's what it looked like. You're like, Jesus. Everyone's wearing matchy-matchy shirts that say, Go Kate Hudson. Yeah, they're all sitting there together. It's like, wow. Well, at least they're supportive, but still, it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that proves they have nothing to do, you know what I mean? He would be off filming something. She'd be off doing, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> But no one has anything to do because COVID. Well, that's what I mean. They're like, we have nothing going on. King, uh, you are the reason my college-age daughter uh, wants to be a filmmaker, and I'm never going to forgive you for that. Uh, I... I- my college, uh, how about, it's like it's not him. It's like, you are the reason Zhao Ming, or what's her name? God damn it, I forget her name now. Uh, Lu Ji, uh, God damn, uh, Chloe Zhao. Does he say Lu Jing? Maybe he's talking about someone else. Uh, you are the reason. Hold on. Gina King, uh, you are the reason. Lao Gina King. Emerald Fennell, Chloe Zhao, Gina King. Uh, you are the reason my college-age daughter... Uh, there is no Gina King. And I'm <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about. No, he probably just fucked up then. There's no Gina King. Is Gina King? Um, best song is Io, whatever. Uh, best motion picture, guys. Guess who wins? For best original score, did you see Soul yet? Mm-hmm. Soul, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross... Because we only have one life to live and one soul, and this soul. Oh, and um, uh, uh, somebody's getting pregnant. He was the one who uh, who read it off. But he's like, <clears throat> what's his name? God damn it! Uh, God damn it! Now I'm drowning. Somebody's it. getting pregnant. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. He's like, the winner is Sal. <laughs> he's like, no, wait, wait, Soul. <laughs> Happy today Sow. to be recognized by the Hollywood Foreign Press for this massive. Can we get to listen to Trent Reznor talk? Collaboration. Reznor, Atticus Ross, Jamie Foxx, everybody involved in creating this masterpiece that has touched people across the world. He's the one who wrote and all the I'd jazz like to thank stuff. Thank God this for guy. music and film and the togetherness that it brings when put together in such innovative and collaborative ways as this has been. Thanks, John, and thank you, Hollywood Foreign Press Association. It, it really means a lot. 
I'm Trent Reznor. I'd just like to add Tom McDougall's name to that list. Thanks for looking after us and shepherding us through this project. And also, I think this is the first piece of art I've ever made in my life that I can actually show my kids. So thank you, <laughs> Pixar. Really? <laughs> thanks to my wife, Mary Queen, and all our kids. I love you guys more than anything. A big thank you to everyone who has already been thanked. Except <laughs> my wife, Claudia. Atticus Ross. My children. Thank you. Thanks so much. <clears throat> They're like in multi-million dollar studios. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. These guys are a total... Um, uh, God, what is it? Um, uh, uh, who do they sound like? A little bit of black keys in there. Yeah, if black keys and um, uh, a Jack Black had a baby, or or it's um the 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 other one, the weather. What's his side band that he does? The weather something. I don't know. They're called the Rival Sons, but so we're back, guys. We're back. Did you like that? Okay, uh, where'd it go? Okay, now, okay, I, I teased it before. I'm gonna play a little bit. This is just a teaser, guys, of the famous Nomadland song that I made. Hey, ready? But I like to live in my van. Okay, up by the river. And I roam around and sleep in my van Shit in a bucket, I got diarrhea These are all stuff that happened in the movie Shit in a bucket, I work at Amazon I don't work at Ikea Real, that's real Then I run out into my van Run out of my land and everyone's saying Why don't you come into a house instead of your insane But I like to live in my van I like to live in my van When the plant died and everyone went away And my husband died of cancer and I got no place to stay I went to my van my van is where I sleep in, where I shit in, where people start to annoy me. When I'm parked in a parking lot that I can spend the night at while I'm eating fried chicken. In my van I like to sleep, I tried to sleep in the house but it didn't keep. Come on, what do you think? I live in my van. I live in my van down by the river. Come on. I mean, that last <clears throat> bit reminded me of Chris Farley. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he lives, she lives in a van, but not by a river. Mm. That's the whole thing. No man. <laughs> I'm a no man. I'm a no man. Should have been the uh, theme song. I'm a no man. 
I'm a nomad, no one wants me to be around I'm a nomad, they can't see me in their town I'm a nomad, I drive out to the desert Hang out with more nomads because it's warmer weather All happened in the movie, guys, come on Boom. That's a little teaser for you. <laughs> uh, classic. Classic nomads, guys. Right? Come on. I mean, sure. Not having seen the movie. Absolutely. Yeah, that describes the movie perfectly. All right, what do you got? Before I get into my first movie. Uh, well, I'll read... One of my movies. Then. Oh, here watched, we go. Oh, I know. I watched Jojo Rabbit finally <clears throat> because it's on HBO. Oh, nice. Yes, Jojo Rabbit. Great movie. Yeah, dude, that movie's <laughs> fucking hysterical and weird. And I'm still thinking about it four days later. So that's a good sign in my head. Um, Tie your mom's dead stuff. shoes. It's fucking, yeah, right. Uh, dark <laughs> to that point <laughs> and um, weird and the subject matter is really not okay but you know <clears throat> it ends the movie on a bit of hope and showing that people who are I guess raised in a cult like environment like the Nazis could grow beyond the bias they were taught and could you know, start thinking for themselves and figuring out what's right and wrong and become better humans. So there was a lot of, I don't know, hope in the movie, too. It was interesting. It, you know, it depicted dark-ass shit. I mean, oh, yeah, it's Nazi youth. Like, I guess, dude, fucking little Nazi youth kid with fucking Hitler as his imaginary friend. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, in, instead of having like a unicorn pop up that gives you life advice, you have Hitler pop up and it's all fucking, yeah, dark and wrong, um, but also really damn funny. And um, I don't know. I really like the movie. I don't know. It, it, it's one you have to see for yourself and you have to get beyond the uh, immediate weirdness of not a sympathetic Hitler, but a Hitler you don't immediately hate. Uh, well, <clears throat> well, it's his kid's version of Hitler. It's not really Hitler. It's right. it's who he it, thinks Hitler, Hitler is. Right, and and Hitler's a bit of a father figure, and you know he's definitely still you know fuck the Jews and um, you know they're monsters and heil heil me and shit like that. But he's cares about the kid and offers him encouragement and advice <laughs> like even if it's bad advice so it's this weird like you know the kid is substituted his dad who's not around in the movie at all for uh this imaginary hitler <laughs> <laughs> his friend is hilarious and then has to yeah the little fat kid with the brown glasses yeah he's <laughs> trying to shoot the bazooka <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of just offbeat, weird comedy moments. I mean, the kid, um, Jojo, the main kid, at one point gets encouraged by his imaginary Hitler 
And so runs screaming through this little Nazi youth camp he's at, grabs a hand grenade out of a fucking, like, colonel's hand, runs across where you would normally throw the hand grenade, pulls the pin, throws it, it hits a tree, and bounces back right by his feet and then goes off. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? But that was real. They were teaching kids that young. No, I don't. I'm not disagreeing with that part of it, Chris. Just the... Yeah. Like, it's dark, but there's humor behind that darkness. I don't know. It's it's just Taika Waititi is a really, really great director, and I think he wrote that too, right? Yeah, he wrote and directed it. <clears throat> so, I mean, I just hat tip to him. Like, this is another great movie in his fucking, fucking pocket. You know, it, go watch it. Get beyond the fucking Hitler's imaginary played by Taika Waititi, whatever. Like, it's well done, and it is thought-provoking. It, it's something that I've just, like, you know, it's popped into the back of my head, and I've thought about it a little bit here and there since uh, I watched it four days ago or so. Yeah. And at least for me, that's the way I judge really good whatever, book, movie, music. If it makes me think about it when I'm not actively consuming it, then that's something that I will probably watch again. And would recommend to people. So anyway, uh, I would give that a four, maybe four and a half out of five. Um, <laughs> misplaced hand grenades. <laughs> or tied shoes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to uh, touch on all of it. But yeah, no, it's, it's a good movie. <laughs> and definitely go watch it. It's on HBO Max right now for free if you if you subscribe. So... There's one way I'm sure you can get it everywhere else if you want to rent it, but it is worth it. I would pay five bucks to rent it for a night to watch it. No, you would, huh? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I have access to it because I am an HBO Max subscriber, but I, knowing what I know now, I would happily pay Amazon or Microsoft or you know iTunes or whoever five bucks to watch it. Yeah, it was it was good in the theater. I imagine so. Um, I really liked it at my home in my bed, all comfy with a glass of whiskey. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good theater movie. There's a, some good cinematography in there. Absolutely, with, with, with I mean, all, Hitler, Hitler all running around, around it is well done. And goddamn, who played the camp counselor? Uh, um, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. He's hilarious, dude. Yeah. I mean, at the end of it all, and again, not trying to spoil too much, so skip ahead like, I don't know, 30 seconds a minute if you want. But at the end of it all, Sam Rockwell is in a Nazi uniform, but he's got like a feathered cape and like giant red and black ostrich feathers shoved into his Nazi helmet. Yeah, he it's hilarious. It's a like funny movie. One step away from being a drag queen Nazi, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> weird. Um, I mean, continue the spoiler alerts here. I don't. I couldn't tell. It, was he the JoJo's dad? Like that's what I got. Um, I don't. Maybe he was a father, but maybe not the father. No, I thought I got the impression he was his father. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was just a like a, a deadbeat dad who didn't give a shit. No, I think <clears throat> he was gay and like you know. Oh. He had the relationship with uh, ScarJo um for appearances or whatever and had a kid and then he's like nah no i'm going off to the front now 
Like, I don't want to be around him. When he came back, he just was hanging out with his army buddies who are also clearly gay as fuck. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Maybe that's, that's what, what it was. I got out of it. Like, he was JoJo's dad, just didn't want to acknowledge him for whatever reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I haven't seen that movie and it came out like 2017. Maybe, yeah. It's no, 2018. I don't know. It's two years old or something. At least. Something like that. But yeah, no, stellar cast, like fantastic. The main kid, JoJo, does a really good job. Um, as does the, I forget her name, Elsa, the, the Jew girl. His, um, oh, yeah, his, yeah. Like discovering. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a good movie, guys. Check it out. 2019. Three mm. years old. 2021, 2021. Two years old. You were right the first. It's Um, 10 years old, guys. It's 20 years old. Okay, speaking of a movie that's 50 years old. No, this Mm -hmm. one just came out last week. Mm -hmm. Saw it in the theater. In the theater, guys. Sitting with old people. Old people in the theater. This is Land. Starring Robin Wright. Not Penn. Damien Bashir. Sarah Dawn. Kim Dickens. Warren Christie. Finley Wannick Hissung. I don't know who that is. A bereaved woman seeks a new life off the grid in Wyoming. This is land. Boom, that's it. Now they, um, it's Robin Wright Penn. We don't know why, but she wants to go off the grid. We later find out tragedy has befallen her family, and she doesn't want to be in society anymore. So she goes out to the middle of Wyoming, never have lived by herself before, and tries to live off the land. Ooh. And then the work. harsh winter, bears attacking, going through her house, like the first three days she's there. She's in the outhouse, and a bear comes up to it, then walks, because she left her front door open, walks right into her house, and just takes all of her canned food and rips it all open. <laughs> uh-huh. Good one. Then uh, she doesn't know. Then uh, Damien Bashir, uh, he bef- um, comes up, teaches her how to hunt and trap, and uh, then she slowly and, and hunt, yeah, hunt and skin deer and trap little animals, fish. Uh, this is only an hour and 29-minute movie. She's going through major depression, doesn't want to be around anybody because of a tragedy has befallen her family. They were shot in a theater. <clears throat> it's like, really? We're going to get shot in this theater, man. So they were shot at a concert hall or something like that. And killed. And then Damien Bashir's character, no one's going to see this movie. Damien Bashir's character, he was drunk and crashed and killed his family. Oh. So they both. So it's like. <laughs> Everyone out there is a sad sack, depressed fuck who somehow <laughs> lost their family. And yeah. that's the only reason they're in fucking rural Wyoming. Yeah, that's the only thing Wyoming's good for is depressed people whose family has died. I think that's the message here. Oof. So they learn how to trap. Um, she learns how to, you know, takes... It's just a very slow build. Oh, I'm, I'm alone. I'm cold. Okay, now I learned how to hunt and trap. Now I can eat. And then, oh... My friend left me, left him, or he left me his dog. Oh, he hasn't come back for a while. Let's walk into civilization, find out he's dying of cancer. And that's the end of the movie. But, 
But during that time, she stays up there for at least two years. Uh, you see a nipple. Okay, you see her nipple. So one of the... <laughs> like, watch out, we got nipple. It's her, um, it's Robin Wright's directorial debut. So this is her uh, directing the movie. Uh, let's see. And we all know Robin Wright as the princess from Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. She grew up in San Diego, California, started her own professional career as a model. Wow, big surprise there. In 1980, as a- at age 14, mm-hmm. worked in Paris, Japan. After finishing high school, she decided to become an actress. She's like this hot chick that's just walking around. I mean, let's be honest. She's also Gen A. Gen A. Yeah, Forrest Gump. She's Gen A. She, she was the first person to get AIDS. Right? Because there was a first in every one of those movies. Jenny had AIDS. Jenny got the AIDS because I gave I it mean, to her. Oh, no, Forrest had it and gave it to her. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, that's, what, ha- that's got, what happened. From eating a box of chocolates. 54. Huh? I think she got it when she was in Studio 54. Nope, she got it after fucking Forrest Gump. Mm. Jenna okay. got AIDS. That's the sequels. Jenny got AIDS for Forrest Gump. Um, it's an it's all right movie, you know. It has some great shots of Wyoming. You know, that's one thing you like. I, I miss the big screen for is just great scenery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those wide open just yeah. They're showing just rolling mountains and fucking snow and all the rivers, and you get like a real scale for how big and empty this place is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So, and she uh, bathes naked in a tub, and you see her nipple. So, we got... (laughs) I'll be right back. (laughs) Yeah, two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, two to five cold mountain nipples. Well, she becomes so comfortable living up there, she just gets a metal basin, fills it with boiling water, and just sits out there in the on her porch naked. Like, watch out, cold mountain nipples. Just like in um in Nomadland, spoiler alert, you see full frontal bush and tits on, on Francis McDormand. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something to look forward to, guys. Old lady bush and tits. Okay, so we got. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't get the same reaction from me as Ken's nipple. I don't know why. It's just like it's like a corner nipple. You're like, whoa, watch out! Core. I thought this was PG thirteen. Is it R? Or is it what is it? <laughs> R for a nipple. Yeah, it might be. Uh, I think she's no, it's PG thirteen, and it showed a nipple. What? Can you show nipples in PG thirteen? You I don't think they caught it. In context, and it's not gratuitous. It's like, a hard nipple out in the middle of the woods. Yeah, but the whole point is like, you know, it, like you can drop an F bomb or a shit into fucking uh, a PG 13 movie yes. as long as it's in the context of a conversation <clears throat> and not just someone cursing. Well, no, you can have it. You can just say it once. You can say F bomb and like two shits. Right. And so it's the same thing for nudity. There's like, you know, you can show cleavage, you can show ass crack. There's like gray areas. Uh, well, they did show Hulk's ass in Thor Ragnarok, so. Mm-hmm. So, but that was out of context. 
when I was in contact, he had just transformed back from Hulk to Bruce Banner. No, he wa- no, he he was Hulk the whole time in the movie. Oh, oh, Ragnarok. In Ragnarok, and he walks out of the hot tub with his ass showing. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Okay, what do you got before I do my next movie? Anything? Bueller? Bueller? Sorry, I do. Bueller? Uh, Okay, there we go. Okay, well, um, so, um, you've had a COVID test, right? I've had 12 or 13 of them. Right. And so, how did all of those tests happen? Uh, right up the nose. Okay. And that's my experience with the COVID tests that I've had and that, you know, I've swabbed my own kid, uh, through a pharmacy line for hospitalization, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, up the nose. That's kind of the generally accepted way. Apparently, um, some American diplomats were entering China. And the Chinese government required those diplomats and their family members to have a COVID test via anal swab. Yes, that's the new way in China. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> um, so Go up no, your ah. No word on how many American diplomats and their families had butt tests for COVID. <laughs> they but did that was- just, to, uh, just to make them embarrassed. A bend over, round eye. Right. You want to come in here? We're going to stick this up your ass. And they just filmed and it all, and they're putting it on Chinese YouTube. They probably are. <laughs> but it happened enough that apparently our government complained to the Chinese government that our diplomats and their family members are not getting anal swabs anymore. And so now apparently that's the rule. But don't go to China. They apparently will stick shit up your ass to test you for COVID just because. Dude, fuck that. Yeah, I don't know. The China virus. Um, Do you think it came out of a lab? Or do you think it was uh, natural? From what we know so far now, it's been a year. Um, uh, Well, from what we know now, it was not created in a lab. Uh, What we know now is... It's a naturally occurring virus, and the most likely way it got into the human um, ecosystem, you know, is something that we have to worry about is through bats. That is the last time I heard anything <clears throat> about the science about how COVID originated. And there were all these crazy claims last year about this time that it was something created in a lab and released by Chinese government or someone to fuck over the world. Or, or they're like, whoopsies, we spilled something. <laughs> yeah, and whatever. But Uh-oh. there's a conspiracy that it came from a lab, and that's been proven to be false. Chinese multiple, fire drill. <laughs> multiple studies. Uh, because there are markers for, for viruses and other biologic things created in a lab by humans. There's an easy way for at least trained people, not me, but there's an easy way for yeah. trained people to test to see if those are, you know, naturally occurring genes that match up to the regular genome for that, that virus or that plant or that whatever versus something that's been manipulated. So somebody fucked and, a bat and 
<laughs> you know, it could have been bat fucking. That's yeah. definitely possible. Um, more than likely, it was something that a bat had passed on to an animal that's closer to humans, like a chicken or a duck. And then, you know, that spread through the chicken and duck or, you know, in some places people fucking eat bats. So people are eating a churbatten. Yeah, right. They had a (laughs) duck with a fucking chicken shoved up its ass and then a bat shoved up the chicken ass. Yep, churbatten. Yep. That's all. Oh, the Chinese delicacy. Churbatten. Yeah. That's the the best estimate right now is that it came from some bat species and that it jumped over humans because of close contact of one kind or another. I I mean, they're still trying to figure it out because maybe they need to worry about that particular species more. Um, You know, check out what other viruses (laughs) they're carrying around with them, that kind of thing. Oof. Okay, here we go, guys. The next movie. Rock and roll. This is Manare, the foreign language American film that was voted for best foreign language. Or best foreign film, but filmed in America. Does that make sense? I don't know. What new? This is Minare. M-A-I-N-A-R-I. Minari. It's pronounced Minari. But all the Americans are like, that Minare. You got that Minare going on over there. Minari, a Korean family, starts as a farm in 1980s Arkansas. <laughs> Starring Steven Yun as Jacob, Yin Han as Monica, David S. Kim as David, or Alan S. Kim as David, Noel Cho as Anne, Daryl Cox as Mr. Harlan, Esther Moon as Miss O. Ben Hall. Oops. Damn it, Ben Hall. Ben Hall as Drowsing Dan. Sorry, Drowsing Dan? Eric Starkey as Randy Boomer. Uh, Will Patton as Paul. Ying Jing Young as Soja. Jacob M. Wide as Yanni. God, what does he ask the kid? He's like, oh, they, they, they go to a church, right? A local church. And this this little girl, um, Chloe Lee, is June. Yeah, this is 1980, okay? People don't know anything about foreigners. He's like, tell me if I'm speaking, <laughs> tell me if I'm saying any of these words right. And she starts going like, pong ting, tong, wong, dang, ting, ting. <laughs> these are Arkansas rednecks in a church. So, okay, the intelli- in the 80s. Okay. So she just walks up to the guy's like, wow, you look weird. Ping tong, ching dong. <clears throat> Man. So it's Stephen Yoon. His family, he buys a plot of land in Arkansas with, it's basically a trailer. It's a, it's a double wide on bricks. 
You know, they don't even have a ladder to get up on it. Uh, no, they don't have steps to get up on it yet. And he's starting a farm with Korean with Korean vegetables. Okay. And that's the whole plot of the movie. Him trying to get water. Him getting water. Uh, the water doesn't run right up oh, because we have the uh, we don't have a well. So we're going to get a well. And then he makes his own well. Uh, and it's them sleeping on the floor. Oh, we don't have water now because we have to... Because our well went dry. Okay, now we have to sleep on the floor because we don't have electricity now. I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> I can see how people be like, oh my god, this movie's amazing. This is a great movie. This is how foreigners lived in the 80s. <laughs> in Arkansas, this is how they lived, guys. He, he gets himself a tractor. He uh, hoes his own land. Uh, he sets everything up. It's probably Steven Yoon's best acting that he's done. I didn't know he was fluent in Korean. No, I had no idea. Director. Huh? Maybe he is Korean. Uh, I, I, well, I thought he was like, you know, like me, like an American, you know, like a Twinkie. You know, mm. uh, but... Uh, no, Steven Yoon was born in Seoul, Korea, South Korea. His family, um, brother, he began acting as as Kalamazoo College in Kalamazoo, Mi- Michigan. Is that Michigan? That sounds right. <clears throat> Kalamazoo, Michigan. Psychological major, uh, when he realized his love for acting, he went to study theater in college instead of med school. He went as a member of Stir Friday Night. Oh, <laughs> Stir Friday. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he was in Oakjaw, of course, The Walking Dead for 10 years. <clears throat> he's been around. Yeah, this is. Glenn. Yeah, Glenn from. He, this is his best acting. It's an okay movie, though. It's not just like. This is the. Oh my god, Minari and Nomad Land. Are the two best? If those are the two best movies this year, this move this year sucked. Okay, that's all I gotta say. If those are the two best movies out of twenty twenty, no. Uh, what was my top movie out of twenty twenty? Was uh, I forget? <laughs> Wait, we're in twenty twenty one right now. <laughs> yes, sir, we are. <clears throat> I think no, it, it was the color. Um, it was the sh- uh, the the color of space was my number one movie of twenty twenty. But this movie's like, Nee-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-
Uh, okay. I give it three to five ear holes. Three to five eye holes. Two out of five broken penises. Oh. Cross on wheels or drinking piss. Broken penises. <clears throat> that just sounds horrific. Because the kid wets the bed and the grandma's like, broken pee-pee. Broken oh. pee-pee. <laughs> Not an actual penis fracture? No. Okay. Broken oh. pee-pee. The grandma thinks, oh, you have broken pee-pee. It's like, oh, really? Okay, you make fun of me? Oh, yeah, get me this herb that you've been drink- that you've been forcing me to drink. Okay, let me get it. I'll piss in it and give it to you. Oh, because they drink Mountain Dew. You want Mountain Dew? I'll piss in this cup for you, and you can drink it. And then the grandma's like, wah! A <laughs> <laughs> little kid pees in a cup. It's like, get me. They're like, oh, it's from the mountains. This, wa- this water is from the mountains. Like, yeah, okay, sure it is. Mountain Dew. Like, ew, Mountain Ew. And then, yeah. yeah. Oh, give me some more Mountain Dew. Okay, you want some? I'll piss in a cup for you, old bag. I mean, it's really the same shit. Mountain Dew's nasty. <laughs> oh, my God. They just add a lot more sugar to fucking Mountain Dew to cut that pee taste, you know? Oh, man, yeah. It is brutal. Okay, what do you got? Um, oh, this one's kind of cool. Um, so, uh, what was it? Last week, I think, I talked about the biohackers who had stuck fucking some crazy fish eye juice into their mm-hmm. eyes and had been able to see at night. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So I can see it night, man. Yeah, let, let's jump off from that one. Um, so th- this one's actually a little bit less, I don't know, uh, stupid. <laughs> so there is a group of where are these motherfuckers from? Uh, the University of College, uh, the University College London in the United Kingdom, and the Italian Institute of Technology have created a way to three D print a OLED display onto a basically a temporary tattoo and oh my um, god the, the idea here is that you can get this temporary tattoo applied to your skin and it gives information about what's going on in your body or you know I mean eventually I guess it could be used for cosmetic reasons for decoration and whatnot but at least right now what it's being investigated for is the ability to like Say someone's on uh, cancer drugs, uh-huh. chemotherapy. Yeah. And um, this, uh, they, they print a tattoo that is applied to the skin. And when the patient starts having some kind of toxicity, right? They have like an, an organ, like their liver stop working, or they have, I don't know, um, too much of the medication in their system. And so it's starting to cause side effects, things like that. Um, these, uh, essentially light up tattoos would start flashing. Um, so you could have a little one like on the inside of your arm. And if it starts flashing, that means, Oh, it's time to stop that med because now my liver's about to fail. Oh, okay. So, you know, again, like down the road, I guess we could have, um, flashy tattoos that we could put on our bodies for whatever reason. But these are specifically being looked at for like medical reasons. And um, 
And so basically what they're doing is they're, they're 3D printing a tattoo onto transfer paper that you would use for like a temporary tattoo, right? The ones you get wet, slap on your arm, let sit for a minute, and then peel off. It's the same idea, but these have a small electrode and they have some sensors that are in the 3D printed um, OLED um, package, right? And and so those sensors, they're right on the skin and when the, you're, you know, it, it's able to detect some of those changes um, or, you know, may be able to be used by athletes if they're like starting to get dehydrated, it starts glowing a different color, things like that. So right now, it's like early stages, not even on human skin yet, but that's its intent. Right now, they're just like proof of concepting. We can print this and we can put it on weird shaped stuff like glass or, you know, whatever, random objects. And eventually, they're going to test it on people with the intent of using it in kind of medicine, which is kind of cool because eventually we may be able to be, get, be able to get glowing tattoos that use OLED technology to display an image. Oh, no. If that's the case, hell, could you program it because it's OLED? So you could change your tattoos, right? You just, like, say you have a blank spot on your thigh. You could fucking upload a new image to that spot that you get tattooed with this material. I can see that. that. That'd be kind of fun, right? Like... I mean, I know tattoos are, at least for me, they're meaningful and they're something that I think about before I get them and they all connect to my life in some way. Um, and there's something to be said for that. But also kind of fun to just be able to change it up. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a neat idea. Well, you get like one they really considered. It would be like more for like, oh, I'm going to a preppy party. I'll change my tattoos up or I'm going, you know. They won't be like turn them off because I have a business meeting. Yeah, turn off your. They turn on your. Your whole face lights up. You're like, oh shit. Right. All of a sudden, (laughs) you look like fucking uh, not Machine Gun Kelly. What's his bucket? Uh, Takashi Six Nine. Yeah. Like right in the middle of the meeting, all of a sudden they all turn on. You're like glowing. (laughs) That'd be bad, but. Like, um, oh no! In and of itself, is pretty goddamn neat. Yeah, that is cool. That'd be weird. Hopefully, yeah. In the future, guys. Yeah, a long time away from us being able to go and get that kind of tattoo, but it is being worked on, at least initially for medicine. But you know, something like that's going to go out and be picked up by all the people who want to biohack or the people who want to fucking. Get tattoos, but be able to change them. Oh, these are the people that have chips implanted in their bodies, and they use it to open the doors of their houses and shit. Right. You know, those chips you can buy over the internet to put under your under your thumb or under your palm. Yeah, the guys who inject fish eyeball shit into yeah. their own eyeballs. Yeah. I've, I've seen them on YouTube where they just, they, they, they have like a locked cabinet, and only they can open it if they put their hand next to it. Right. <clears throat> Stuff like, that's like the beginning of it, but you know. Okay, yeah. here we go, guys. Next movie. Oh, whoops. Oh, whew. I'm glad I didn't stop it. I'm clicking the wrong button here. Okay, here we go. Next movie, guys. The U.S. Your United States government versus Billy Holiday. This is on Hulu. If you like Hulu. Uh, 
follows Holiday during her career as she is targeted by the Federal Department of Narcotics, because she was a big heroin addict, with an undercover sting operation led by black federal agent Jimmy Fletcher, with whom she had a turbulent affair with. Oh, man. Starring about a contract... Uh... What? A conflict of interest, sorry. Oh, yeah. A conflict of interest. He was fucking the shit out of her. Uh, Andrea Day as Billie Holiday. Trevay Rhodes as Jimmy Fletcher. Garlet Hand as Harry Anslinger. He's a real nice guy. Uh, Natasha Leone as Talio Bankhead. Leslie Jordan as Regine Lord. Uh, Miss Blah Blah. To Tallulah. Uh, let's see. So she couldn't sing this song. She couldn't sing Strange Fruit uh, because they thought it riled up the people. Okay. Oh, I love Billie Holiday. She's an amazing singer. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Absolutely see that. But she couldn't sing this song in particular because it was about black oppression. And in that... And in, in that time, they were lynching blacks all over the place. But she couldn't sing this song everywhere. She'd be arrested for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was more or less... Like, they would bust her. Her own husband would set her up with heroin to get her busted. Oh, damn. You know, just everyone was out to get her. Everyone was out to get her busted. Uh, she was... Uh, her mother was a whore in a whorehouse. She was whoring herself out at 10 years old. She's a prostitute. Is ten years old, I think. That's what they allude to. Um, and uh, yeah, she just had a real rough childhood, and she uses the heroin to escape it. Is what they're saying. In the in the movie, um, it was a decent movie. It wasn't bad. It was a little um, like it, it jumped around a lot. You didn't know like the times were weird. Like she was giving an interview. And then she was, uh, and then she's giving an interview, and then it flashes back, and then it's like, we know she's dead, but when did she give the interview, you know what I mean, about her life? Was that, is that a fictional, I don't know, it was just weird. You know, she died at the age of 44, but I was like, it was weird, I was like, huh, okay. Oh yeah, she was 44, damn. Yeah. Yeah, she, it shows she died at the age of 44. And, you know, I'm just looking at Wikipedia right now, take it for what it's worth, but she oh. was um, working in the brothel at under 14, at 13 or so. 10. That's what they said in this. <clears throat> that's, what they, that's what they allude to in the movie. They're like, at age 10, she lost, she was raped. So... Yeah, I'm uh, I'm scanning right now. So. Oh, okay, so so they did. They there's a lot here. Yeah, so they went. Yeah, exactly. They went over all that. They um, she toured the world and all that stuff before she died. Uh, what did she die of again? Like lung cancer or some shit? Liver cirrhosis. Cirrhosis like. of the liver from doing too much junk. No drinking. Uh, well, she drank a lot too. She um, was she she had track marks up and down her arms. Um, yeah, she was, like, people were supplying her with so much heroin. She would go clean and then start up again, then go clean and start up again. Uh, she died of pulmonary <clears throat> and heart failure caused by cirrhosis of the liver. 
So her heart and lungs both failed because her liver just shut down on her. Yeah, by the end, she's in a hospital bed and her eyes are just yellow as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a sign <clears throat> of uh, liver cirrhosis. Yeah. And while she was, she was handcuffed to her bed, dying, they still tried to set her up with fucking heroin on her. They're just like, you still got heroin on you, bitch. And the um uh, and the lynching laws still have not been put on the books as illegal yet. To this day. They're c- still considering it. Can you believe that? Yeah, no, they still haven't passed the lynching laws. They just yeah. shot it down in uh, 2019. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Uh, so, yeah, so... So, yeah, and that's what she was fighting against. And um, and then she was voted, like, uh, Singer of the Century, I think. I mean, she's an amazing singer, man. I will listen to Billie Holiday all day. Yeah, she's great. But And the lady playing her was good. She's a singer herself. This is her first time acting. She did, she did a good job as Billie Holiday. You know, she was a... And that's she won the Golden Globe for it. Mm. So Andrea Day. Oh uh, uh, no, she's been in a couple of other things. But yeah, you'd probably like the movie Billy Holiday. You know, I I was mentioning in uh, on Twitter to fucking uh, Kevin Shanks at Talksky, I think it is. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I just I have a problem with. Biopics. They usually leave out the interesting bits, and when they don't, they tweak them so hard that you walk away with a completely different perspective. And oh, this one was done pretty well. It was just the timelines are all wonky, and you didn't know which time was which and which state. You know what time of her life this is, or you know it was done sloppily. But you get a just of it. You know you get the just of it. Uh, the government hated her. She went to jail twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I give it a three to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, three to five burnt blacks, or three to five track marks. Hmm. For it opens up with a, a man, uh, uh, them lynching a black man, and he's burning on a pile of wood. <clears throat> it's real subtle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Real subtle, guys. Real subtle message. Uh, she, uh, time now. Uh huh. Yeah, at one point they come across a family that uh, that the parents have been lynched and the dad's trying to get the mom out of the tree. Oh, damn. And the kids are crying and their house is burning. Real subtle stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is when they're traveling with the through the South. You know, it's like, pretty brave, man. We go through the South. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, so it was crazy, man. So that's uh that's that movie. Another one real quick, a uh, Cold Skin, which is on I think Amazon Prime. I think it is. Let me see. Cold Skin. Okay, uh, starring Ray Stevens as Gunner, David Oakes as friend, Andrea Guerrero as Antris. A young man arrives at a remote island to take a post uh, of a weather observatory only to find himself defending the watchtower from deadly creatures which live in the islands of shores. (laughs) Huh? What movie is this now? It's called Cold Skin. 
It's uh-huh. set in like the 1800s. Uh-huh. Okay. Came out in 2017. Um, these guys are living a lighthouse and they're defending themselves from these creatures that come out of the water at night. Mm. It's pretty cool. I was surprised by it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, let's... It sounds weird. Oh, it's weird, dude. Uh, let's see. Friend... Okay, we are only tiny, a tiny island. Of, and they get dropped off there. A ship comes around once a year to, to change out the lighthouse keepers. So all year long, they're just fucked. You know, these things come out of the water. Uh, so they hope they have enough bullets to last a year. I mean, yeah, hmm. that's the whole point. I uh, give it a two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and two to five toad fuckers. So <laughs> they call them toads. They befriend one of them as a female, and Ray Stevens likes to fuck it. So, yeah, cold skin guys. If you. <laughs> I like Ray Stevens. It's like, oh, he, he's like this fucking the salty, like, sea guy. He's like, Grr. Right. Well, <clears throat> he's um, the only really good Punisher. Yeah. He's a great Punisher in a bad movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. The, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Cold Skin, if you guys want to see a decent horror movie that stars people defending a lighthouse against creatures that come out of the ocean. At night, and the only the only thing that lights them up is the fucking the light tower from their uh, what's it called? What is it from their um? God damn it! Lighthouse, <laughs> their light tower. Mm. <clears throat> oh, another one, real quick. Here we go, guys. We we are not cats. Okay, this is a weird one, guys. We are not cats. If you want to watch this one, I dare you. No, it's okay. Uh, it's a weird one. Uh, uh, let's see, even see if it's on IMDb. Okay, we are not cats. From 2016? Yes. I'm watching uh, these on Shudder. Two strangers spark a romance through their unusual habit of eating hair. Okay. <laughs> Eating hair. <laughs> Chelsea Lopez as Anna. Michael Gordon as Kyle. Dean Holderman as Al. Uh, this is We Are Not Cats. And if you look at the poster, it's a hairball. Okay, so. So he, this guy loses his job. He hooks up, uh, drives his truck to drop off an engine, stays in this little town, meets this girl, okay, who who works at a lumber yard. He sleeps over at her house. She has a wig on because she eats all of her own hair. Okay. Oh my god, you eat hair, so do I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she eats all her own hair. But it just shows him like picking a like a, a hair out of his face and sort of biting it, right? Mm-hmm. She's like full on. Like eats hair. I'll, I'll spoil this movie I'm for you guys. Pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I'll spoil this movie for you guys. The um. So she eats hair. This guy's like sort of into it, but not really. And um. 
he uh he befriends her they sleep together and while he's sleeping she just goes up and starts biting on his head and starts eating his hair he wakes up all of his hair's gone nope because she's eaten it all in a night yeah overnight she ate it overnight um, and then she's like, oh, my stomach hurts. Throws up some hair. Oh. Right? There's like blood and hair in the toilet. Oh, God, dude, you're going to make me... Um, she's been... <laughs> I'm going to mute you if you keep talking about this movie. Well, this is what happens. She, she um... No, no. Well, I'm just saying, I'm going to spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. She... It's had some pretty decent soundtrack, though. <laughs> I like the soundtrack. That, you know what, Chris? I'll listen to the soundtrack, but I never want to watch it. And movie. she, um, okay, she, uh, I'll spoil it for her. She throws up some blood and hair, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my stomach hurts. I have a knot in it. Uh, he calls the, the coroner, or calls, the, not the coroner, but he calls the doctor. And he's like, oh, she probably has a hair rock, which are a real thing. Look up hair rock on Google. Oh, no, I know what hair rocks are. <laughs> I work in, in the medical yeah, field, yeah. dude. I, I've Googled my fair share of yeah. weird shit because... Yeah. Yeah, she has a hair rock, and so it's probably uh, blocking her intestines and all that stuff. He's like, "Oh, really? Okay, I'll decide to cut it out while she's passed out in pain." So he takes a knife, cuts open her stomach, pulls out this huge clump of fucking hair. It's pretty nice. And then she's like, "Oh, she feels better." Then she's in the hospital. Blah blah blah. Then it cuts to the clump of hair is in a mobile above his head with like. Pieces of glass glued to it. That's the movie, guys. <laughs> we are not cats. Uh, one out of five eye holes. One out of five ear holes. And we're two out of five ear eye holes. And two out of five ketchup soups. Hair eaters. Or hair rocks. They have... um. He's like, hey, I got some free soup. Do you want it? He's like, sure, I'll take some free soup. When he stops by this diner. Fills up a thing with hot water, squirts ketchup into it, and stirs it around. So here you go. Here's some free soup. <laughs> Is it hair soup? No, no. That's just the mo- It's just soup. It's like here you go. Here's some soup, guys. Sometimes the soup is just soup. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, what do you think of that movie? That sounds horrifying, and I will never watch it. <clears throat> Why, man? Come on. Okay, here's the last movie I'll rent real, or watch real, or rate. This was free on uh, HBO Max, guys. Tom and Jerry. I'm sorry. Free on HBO Max, guys. Your kids will love it. Um, <laughs> They're fucking jaded. Tom and Jerry, guys. I wanted to see what it was like. It was the first major movie since like 2006, 2008. But it opens up with a tribe called Quest. I'm like, what? It's pigeons singing Tribe Called Quest. Flying through New York City. I mean, I guess that's better than a crow. Huh? I said, I guess that's better than a crow. I'm like, wow, it has a pretty decent soundtrack. So it's, it's Tom and Jerry, okay? Starring Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay. As Tom. No, it's okay. <laughs> uh, this was playing in the theater also. This is playing in the XD theaters. Down the street. Chloe Gase Moretz as Kyle. Michael Pena as Terrence. Carl Jost as Ben. Um, 
Patsy Fern as Joy Boy Girl, blah, blah, blah. Adaptation of the classic ones. Basically, um, Tom gets hired to get rid of the mouse. And then uh, Spike comes in, Spike the dog, and he comes after them and starts beating him up. And Tom and Jerry start beating everybody up. And they hire Tom as a cat. And he has a name tag and everything on him. It's like, what the fuck, guys? If I was on acid, it would be a funny movie. But even then, maybe yeah, I not. I heard it was like a Roger Rabbity kind of... Yes, it's it's in the vein of Roger Rabbit, where it's like live people acting to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe Glace Moretz is like some con artist who conned her way into becoming the uh, head of like public relations at the hotel. And mm. if she'll keep her job, if she can get rid of the mouse. Just one mouse, huh? Yep. There's only one mouse in New York. Uh, it's the first Tom and Jerry... Oh, this will be the first film made without the original creators, William Hanna and Joseph Barbera, who died in 2001 and 2006. Yeah. <laughs> Happened eventually. Well, yeah. Uh, let's see. There's a scene at the end of the closing credits. Ben gets the wedding bills. I didn't even watch that far. Uh, let's see. Warning spoilers. I want to see what the what see what people say about it real quick. Three out of ten. This film had potential, but ruined it by making the storyline about Penna's and Ben's wedding. The film should have focused more on Tom and Jerry, less on the humans. Better yet, they should have just made a Tom and Jerry cartoon movie. Overall, another childhood memory ruined by the lack of creativity and knowledge by Hollywood. That's a pretty positive review. <laughs> I never write reviews on here, but but just what the fuck is this new Tom and Jerry movie? I may be a little older than the target audience. Yeah, he's probably like 50. But I watched Tom and Jerry as a kid. <clears throat> I watched Tom and Jerry as a kid. I was looking forward to this movie. No, you weren't. No one was looking forward to this movie. However, this is not a Tom and Jerry movie. It's a movie with a girl from Kick-Ass and Neighbors 2 and Tom and Jerry fighting in the background. Seriously. Uh, it's junk. Here's another one. Uh, it's junk. I'm not going to waste my time dragging this out. It should have been pure animation. People are these animation whores. Um, from the moment the film starts, it's awful. They have they, it starts off with Tribe Called Quest. What do you mean? I was like, wow, there we go. That's the only redeeming thing about the movie. Uh, doing the class, it's three pigeons doing some hip hop. Doing some hip hop. This guy has no idea who the fuck Tribe Called Quest is. It has three pigeons doing some hip hop while they fly over New York City. That was a Tribe Called Quest, you idiot. Uh-huh. The animation was awful. It was like three pigeons doing some hip hop. <laughs> Obviously a white guy. The animation was awful. Tom and Jerry are basically missing from their own film. Right, let's see. Full disclosure, we only made it through the first 20 minutes before bailing. Oh, you pussies. I had popcorn and everything for this movie. Okay, number two. This movie is awful, and that's putting it lightly. I lost a couple of hours of my life. I watched it right after I watched the Billie Holiday movie. Or no. Mm. Well, you know, at that point, it's kind of a palate cleanser. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't you know, lynching Tom and Jerry. 
Even if they would, it wouldn't hurt him. <clears throat> oh, here's another guy. Music spoils the whole movie. Rap music used in this movie completely doesn't fit the story. Nor characters. It looks like someone tried to create the entertainment for the black population by by ISING? Insing? Is that a word? Sounds like a misspelling to me. By insing their culture achievement, which was rap. Total disaster. Simply not so. Sophisticated animation definitely doesn't deserve more than three stars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, here's another one. Can I kick it? The song in the beginning of the movie was annoying, and I thought it would never end. <laughs> Who are these people? That guy needs to be slapped. Whoever the fuck that I'm gonna play it right now, just for him. Come on, it it's it samples Lou Reed. Uh, let's see. Um, the song "Can I Kick It," the song of. They mangle. They they managed to ruin something as cute as classic as Tom and Jerry. Uh, the movie is bad acting. The movie has lots of potential. Oh, this guy gave it a six out of ten. The plot isn't good. The human characters are boring. The music too modern. What? I don't get it. Okay, here's one. No one can appeal to both. These people really. Too childish for adults, too boring for children, too weird for those who watched time to time. The characters don't look like they exist. Uh, Being an adult, worth watching. Nine out of ten. Worth watching. Typical Tom and Jerry fight with simple (laughs) storyline. Oh my god, okay. Right. Alright, well that's it. What else did I... What else can I go over here real quick? Um, oh, oh, here we go. Top movies of um, this month of February. Real quick before we get out of here. Um, number 10. Willy's Wonderland. Number 10. Willy's Wonderland. Number 9. Billy Holiday vs. the U.S. Number 8. Cold Skin. Number 7. Nomadland. Number 6. Saint Maud. Number five, All My Friends Are Dead. Number four, Judas and the Black Messiah. Number three, why did All My Friends Are Dead again? Damn it! Okay, I need to look real quick. Um, uh, Your top nine list are. And uh, number three is, I have all my movies written down this year. Uh, I'll put number three as uh, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> Okay, there, that's, uh, or yeah, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. That's my number three. Okay. Okay. Uh, number two is I Care A Lot. And number one is Space Sweepers. Yes. Space Sweepers, guys. Whew. Oh, and Justice League is going to be four hours, one minute, and 28 seconds. Can you believe that? What is? Oh, Justice League? Yeah, four hours, one minute, 28 seconds. Come on. I mean, I, I will probably watch it over the course of a week. I'm watching it in one sitting in an IMAX theater if I can. Well, we have different levels of dedication to that craft, Chris. The way it's supposed to be seen. 
Uh, not in four parts. Okay, what do you got before we get out of here? Anything? Bueller? Bueller? All good. Anything? There we go. Right there. Check, check. Okay, now I'm louder. Now I'm quieter. Now I'm louder. There we go. I don't know. Whatever, guys. The sound's all weird in this one. Who cares? Uh, okay. All right, let's get out of here then. Whew. Uh, bye, guys. Uh, have fun in Mexico. Is that what you say? Adios all the time? Adios? Adios, radios. Okay, anything else besides that? We got, hey, Winover Black Superman. Uh, I think that's it, man. I make all, I make like. Waves of notes. I don't even go. Uh, uh, Fry's Electronics is closing. Whatever. Uh, Halo TV series moving to Paramount Plus. Beavis and Butthead movies on the way. Uh, that's about it, guys. Okay, we're out of here. Bye. What you wanna do?